You can leave that part in. Welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 49. Today, we are talking about stationery, not the kind that you write on, uh, but oh, thank being goodness. stationary. Dude, I could talk about stationery that you write on for a long time. I love stationery. And I would be sitting here listening. <laughs> I'd mostly just be like, it's cute, and I like to buy it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mostly write on my iPad, so... <laughs> Uh, but first, I just want to remind you very quickly that we are a listener-supported publication, and we love your support, and that means that you can come to our substack, lettersintheroadpod.com. We'll take you there. You can get two letters a week in your inbox for free if you so choose. You can also upgrade your subscription by clicking the Upgrade button and becoming a pen pal for $5 per month, $40 per year, or $100 per year at the founding member level. All of those levels will get you access to our pen pals discord, where we chat with our friends about books and travel and other fun things. If you like the podcast, you'll probably like talking with our friends there. Absolutely. And yeah, thanks again to all of our pen pals. Thank you very much. But first, Clay, well, second, I guess, what are we drinking tonight? <laughs> uh, tonight, we're drinking gin. Well, specifically, you have a gin and tonic, and I, I do, have a thank you. gin and no tonic. We ran out of tonic. But I like a gin and no tonic, honestly, sometimes even better, especially, especially with Hendrix, this gin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mmm. Hendrix is such an easy sipping gin, which I know we've talked about before, yeah, so we don't, we don't need, need to go to into detail. That. But <laughs> it is good, It's though. good. You know, we're, we're low on the drinks. Uh, having moved recently, mm-hmm. my uh, supplies are dwindling, and we well, didn't we have a whole lot of choice. We were kind of low from like dry January, too. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so, uh, we, this is our first recording in the new house and mm-hmm. we're realizing as we sit down to record that the room we thought was not very echoey is a little echoey. So if I think the recording quality is going to be fine, but it just sounds a little trippy while we're recording it. It might be a little bit different than usual, but please bear with us. We will fix it. If we have to sit in the closet next time, we will. We just don't <laughs> have it cleared out right now. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, we're going to be in the, in, in the house for, I guess, like a month and a half before we're back in the Airstream for a little while and then back in the house. And then back I in the cannot wait to go get the Airstream. Oh my God. Friends, we plan the most fun, mostly free trip. I'm so stoked. Most fun, mostly free. Most I love fun those. And I mostly love both free. of those. Yes. We are going to, we have to go pick up the Airstream before we hit the road for the summer. Um, we have room to park it here at the house. I think we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't tune in last week, we are renting a house in Leavenworth for the next year or maybe more, hopefully maybe a little bit more. We're not sure yet. We're trying it for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about as long as we can commit to at this point in our lives. Uh, <laughs> at any point. We, let's be honest. We are renting this house for a year. It's out in the country, a little bit north of Leavenworth. It's beautiful. It's on like five acres. It's a lot of fun. We love it. 
Uh, there's room in the driveway uh, specifically, which is really nice because it's really close to the house, to park the Airstream. The landlord's totally fine with us parking it there. So we're really excited to go get it, bring it back here, kind of get it ready, like fully ready for our summer trip and get it all loaded up. Yes. And then head out for the summer, probably sometime in May. We haven't quite nailed that down yet. Uh, we have have to be in the Midwest by late May for a concert. So that's kind of like the thing, like the drop dead time is like we have to be there by Memorial Day weekend. We'll probably be there a lot sooner, but we haven't planned the route yet. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the... We've planned like the summer route, like once that concert hits, we know what we're doing from there till we head back here basically. Mm-hmm. But the in, the in between like now and then and anyway. But, so we're going to pick up but, the stream. But. It's in Vegas. We're doing it after my season is over at the ski resort. I might pick up a few day shifts, but night skiing is over March 17th. But mm-hmm. my passes are still good. And because I work at a Vail owned resort, I have an Epic Pass. We all have epic passes. We do. Uh, it's one of the best things about working there. I mean, I'll just, I'll, besides like the vibes and my coworkers and getting to ski there all the time. But we have an epic pass. Um, and we were like, well, maybe there's somewhere we could go ski that would still have pretty good snow in mid, in like early to mid-April. So we need to pick up the Airstream anyway. Maybe we can stop somewhere on the way back. And we were like, what about Tahoe? There's three epic resorts in Tahoe. Yeah. And one of them is 15 minutes away from a thousand trails resort which is rather convenient we have a thousand trails camping pass so we were able to reserve a spot there for free quote unquote free ski well i mean about as free as it gets uh for that stuff uh we don't have like the big expensive membership so we got a camping spot for free free-ish already paid for mm-hmm. and we get to ski for free and clay well clay got his new board so oh, yeah. we have our, like, he and I have our own gear. We'll just have to rent gear for the kids, but we get to like ski and ride for free and stay for free. So we're going to spend like two or th- like three or four days riding and skiing at Heavenly. And we are so stoked. <laughs> Maybe we'll hit up Kirkwood or something too while we're there. Yeah. I can't wait to try out some other places. Yeah. And honestly, I'm just like, as much as I have been loving our Pacific Northwest winter our mountain winter i'm looking forward to getting out in the airstream and mm-hmm. getting down to nevada california yeah doing some driving and putting in some long drive days actually sounds really nice i cannot wait so we're yeah stoked, really looking forward to that super stoked on that that's all kind of mostly planned so that's gonna be kind of like the first week of april so i'm gonna come there about i don't know using your rv to go ski on a skiing trip oh yeah so Spring break skiing trip. I don't know why I sound like the Kool Aid Man today. Um, oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> All the time. <laughs> We're excited and tired, which is about right after moving. Yeah, for sure. I'm putting together so much furniture. <laughs> you should have seen all the boxes. That got delivered here. Oh, my God. Except for the ones that we had to go get from the post office. Oh, yeah. USPS won't bring us their packages. Well, I guess it's the house is not by the mailbox. The mailbox is on the highway, and the house is a quarter mile back from the highway. So they won't drive the quarter mile to put the packages on our doorstep. Yeah, they just leave the garbage thing doesn't in our... come here either. Yeah, we have to bring the garbage out to the highway, too. It's fun. Country, well, country road problems. Yeah, right? I mean, hey. That and the, the way the truck here. looks. Every time we drive down the dirt road <laughs> in the mud right now. Yeah. All the, I mean, 
we're no stranger to our white <laughs> truck being mostly brown. The other day, it looked like it did after we got off the top of the world. Not quite like that. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fun. Uh, we love the house so far. Yeah, it's nice. Like, it's 1,200 square feet, and it feels massive, which, I mean, I guess you would expect after living in RVs for three years. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's... Just right, honestly. I, think I don't so. think I would want bigger right now. No, we don't want to accumulate a ton of stuff. <sighs> we just did, though. Oh, God, we just did, and we furnished like, it so cute. It looks great. We've like we've brought enough stuff over, and it's like okay, we're we're living here now, and there's still more stuff in the rig. Well, some of it's Christmas decor that needs to get put in storage, and, the and there's outside gear and stuff like that. Yeah, I know, but yeah, it's just yeah. like, how is there still more stuff? I know, I know. <laughs> Like the house is full. Yeah. Not we don't quite, need more. But it's great. We've been loving it. It's extremely quiet except for the trains. Mm-hmm. Which I kinda love. Um We're the so roosters. Used to trains. The roosters. Yeah. We wake up to the roosters, which is pretty funny. It is yeah, that that is one thing I'm not used to. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's new for Frank too. Yeah, and the horses. <laughs> he like I think he loves it. I'm not sure. He definitely is very interested. Yeah. Yeah, he is. So that's like most of what we did this last week was moving. And well, steam. yeah. You I got mean, your new board out. I got my new board out. I got to ride uh, with Youngest on Thursday, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I didn't have my boots yet, but I was able to go out to Mission and use my rental pass to get boots. They didn't care that I was using my own board with their boots. They all cared. <laughs> For some reason. I'm going to charge you $25 for a safety fee. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. Um, and then you and I went before your shift on Sunday to Stevens. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did. And had a blast. It was kind of busy, but the snow was pretty good. It oh my gosh, both times, like especially Thursday at Mission, but yeah. both times the snow was pretty darn good. I went to Mission yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was like snowing. Yeah. Actively, and it was so fun. I I got to ski more of the mountain than I had been able to with our pr- prior passes and it was such a freaking blast it was really i was a little bummed because it was super foggy at the summit so i did a couple runs from the summit and i was like trying to follow people because i had no (laughs) idea where i was going yeah some of the other stuff was super super fun when you get out there and you're like i've never done this before and i can't see yeah that's like not a great feeling the back of my hand so i'm hoping someone in front of me does i kept following the snowboarder down one of the yeah. And every time he would stop, I'd stop a little ways up from him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, not following you, but totally following totally you. Totally following you. I was like, I think he maybe wanted me to go by him so I I could guide the way. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trusting you. No man. freaking clue, man. I don't know you, but I, you seem like you know what you're doing. But I know um, this last weekend while we were moving, the Seattle RV show happened and some of our friends oh, and pen yeah. pals were there. Yeah. It would have been great to go out and see them. Yes, um, we missed it's, you. It's a maybe next year thing for us. I, think. I hope so. I think so. It was too like, man. I was too new at my job to really feel like I could take a day off. There was that, and then it was just we the dog, also. and then also moving. It was a little so, bit of a chaotic. Yeah, <laughs> just didn't work this year. That's okay. Oh goodness! But yeah, it would have been great to see Jason and Abby and yeah uh, Thomas and Aaron. Would have been great, but next time. Yeah, for sure. Next time. So, yeah, we skied um, and we moved. And that's pretty much it. But, but. Uh, continuing our 2022 recap, 
because we're apparently living in the past. Whatever, man. We're just talking about some fun places to go since we're just... <laughs> now that we're stationary, we just have to like live vicariously through our memories. Whatever. We're going to have all kinds of fun Of our wonderful years on the road. No, it's just winter and we just keep going back to the same places to ski and we can only talk about that so much. <laughs> it is, in fact. It's true. And a lot of people slow down in the winter. Mm. That's pretty normal. But a lot of people are planning their summer trips. Bears. Bears slow down in the winter. And a lot of people are planning their summer trips. And so maybe they want some inspiration. So I thought it was going to be fun to recap some things we did. It is. It's been super fun. So, anyway. <laughs> last week we talked about our time at Coach D Lake in Santa Fe. We had a lovely time. One of my favorite places. The best food I've ever had, I think. Uh, delicious. I know oldest. like is seriously in love with New Mexican food. Oh my God, yes. She I mean, was I think like, all of us are. We but... all like, as soon as we left the state, we're like, but where are the green chilies? <laughs> like I, every I like restaurant, the red chili maybe Every just as restaurant much more, we yeah. went to is like hatch chili this and hatch chili that. Mm-hmm. And we literally ate it up. We were so stoked. <laughs> literally. We loved it. <laughs> I know. Mac and cheese with hatch chili. Pizza with hatch chili. Like, yes, give it, <laughs> give it all to me. All of it. it. It gets almost a little old for me, and I love. No, it does not. The burgers at McDonald's have hatch chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, a plus. I mean, yeah. I love All it. right, I will eat it <laughs> happily. I love New Mexico. Oh my anyway. god, I love New Mexico. So that we stayed in New Mexico our second, um, our third, third fourth week in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because two weeks at Bloom two, Fiesta. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went to Oliver Lee Memorial Park in Alamogordo. Oh, yes, Alamogordo. Yeah, Oliver Lee. We know we had been to Alamogordo before, like, but just for a weekend. It was just for like one night. Okay. We stayed, so we can talk a little bit about that. I don't even mm-hmm. know if it's available anymore. Mm-hmm. But we stayed at this boondocking spot right outside the national park that was in a weird spot with a smelly lake, but it was really pretty. Yeah, that's. A- and we couldn't almost. We almost couldn't fit through the gate. We had to like. We felt very expert getting through that gate with our. Our, uh, fifth, Our wheel. fifth wheel, yeah, I know. Uh, but it we parked was, right on the little lake. It there. was sketch, but it was good. It was really uh, nice. It almost felt like, yeah, that, there's some weird boondocking spots in the desert, and this was definitely among them. Yeah. But it almost felt like we weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, like, it, it was, was like, like this weird right next thing. to a military base. Uh-huh, like, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it might be. Closed I guess it's like the missile range, but. Yeah, well, and they close down the whole park sometimes for the missile testing. Yeah, I know. So you're like sitting there like, mm, oh, Is yeah. this safe? Am I good? I hope, I hope we're good here. Am I good? Are we good? <laughs> Maybe we'll blow up. I don't know. Maybe there's some stuff here that we really we shouldn't be breathing. We were only there breathing. for one night. We like parked, dropped the rig, <laughs> went into the park, and then came back and like left in the morning. Yeah. But it was really good for that. White sands. Oh my gosh, white sands I is guess, so cool. Did we say white sands already? No, it's in, sorry. We <laughs> said Alamogordo and the National Park. Sorry, White Sands National Park is in Alamogordo. Uh, I want to say Texas every time I say that. Uh, it's Alamogordo, New Mexico. And uh, if you've not seen pictures of White Sands, you should probably go look it up because it's just dunes upon dunes upon dunes of white sand, but it's not really sand. Well, it's not sand like you think of sand. I mean, like, it is sand. It's a different kind of sand, though. It's made of gypsum. Yes. And it's cold. It is. It's, it's the really weirdest thing. Cool. And very slick. I love it. So it feels like not wet snow. When you go, you either bring or you rent plastic sleds and you sled. <laughs> and and oh boy, do you pre- sled. Pretty much what you do at White Sands. You sled and you sit there and take in the views and you cook out if you want to at the picnic areas. 
you can hike anywhere, but you better be careful. <laughs> yeah. Because it starts to look very much alike. Yeah, it's one of dogs these. Dogs are allowed. National parks, you can take dogs. Mm-hmm. You can go like anywhere. Mm-hmm. They don't care if you're off trail. Yep. There's Just, like, not really trails. Don't go die. You can drive in, uh, as long as it's not too busy, you can drive in like any size rig and park it somewhere along the dunes. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make it like a on the way stop, it's totally doable to just drive your rig in. Oh, it's know, great like, for that, yeah. Sled for a while and then drive out. It's so fun. Like, <laughs> it's probably honestly one of like, hmm, man, when I say one of my favorite national parks, I think about all my actual favorite national parks, but like, it's definitely the, like a repeatable one. It is, and it's just so like bang for the buck. Fun. Yeah. Like, Not a lot of effort. It's active. It's <laughs> you like, don't have to do too you much can't to do prepare that for somewhere it. else. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's really cool. It's yeah. a really cool experience. I mean, other than I guess great sand dunes, you can do that, but it's different though. Um. So Oliver Lee itself uh, was a recommendation from Jason and Abby. I think you mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. Some of the sites have electric. We did not have one with electric. They're more expensive if you have electric. I think they're like fourteen dollars or something. It's so cheap. New Mexico state parks are ridiculously cheap, and they're really nice. Our site oh my gosh! Big, and we oriented a little funny in it, but like, who cared to like get our solar better or something? But it was fine. It was super cool. It has hiking trails right there, which are fun. Oh yeah, I went we and were, hiked on my own. I don't uh-huh. usually do that. I went up with Abby. Mm-hmm. You can go up above like where the RV parking is and like look down on it. And it's really cool. So and pretty. um, we we bought the airstream while we were parked there. Oh, is that when we did it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we did all the like work to like we did the deal. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't remember that aspect yep. of it. But that was pretty much you. Yeah, I remember that part of it pretty distinctly. Uh, being like out on the hiking trail and talking to our dealer. I remember scheming with Jason and Abby about getting new rigs. Yep, and then we, <laughs> and then we were like surprised we bought one. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. We got an airstream. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Anyway, Oliver Lee, I mean, like, I can't emphasize enough how great this state park campground is. Oh, it's so and great. They've got it's like, like up on the cliffs. dump and water fill. It's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, exactly. It goes right up to like the base of, I don't know what mountains it is but they're by alamogordo uh-huh um like you can go up in like there's a road that goes up into them that goes to like cloudcroft yes right? yep uh which is cool also yeah we did that too so that's like part of the activities section yes. <laughs> but the park itself is just beautiful it is really the pretty. campsites are laid out super nice mm-hmm. it's super you beautiful cheap. views from your campsite yes watch out exactly. for tarantulas and snakes there are tarantulas and snakes which are also cool but it's very like, desert. you might be a little scared of that <laughs> it's very desert yeah i mean i can't recommend it enough it was so great um and it's really yeah like really close to white sands and mm-hmm. town and everything we went to into the park twice i think um, one of the times, yeah, twice. One of the times we mm-hmm. made dinner down at one of the picnic areas. Yes, yeah. Um, we had a big group dinner and we like cooked out and stuff and then sledded for a while. Yep. And then the second time we went in for sunset and brought all of our, our chairs, uh, chairs and, blankets. and blankets and stuff and picked out a spot on top of the dunes. Brought Stinky Dog. <laughs> yeah, you traumatized him. Oh, yep. That was the beginning of the end for Stink. (laughs) 
his heart was never the same. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. Oh, but it was funny. Um, yeah, we sledded to our heart's content, sat around, watched stuff, ate snacks. Like it was so fun. Not super busy. We got kicked out of the park. <laughs> we got kicked out of the park. Yes, no, we got kicked out of the sunset, park because they, after sunset they come around and they have a car that's got like speakers on it, and they're like. The park is closing. If you stay past park close, you are trespassing. Yeah. So no, they didn't say the trespass. That they was, did. Was oh no, that was Valley of Fire. Uh huh. That was Valley of Fire. Okay. By I got Vegas. It. Some, some more vibes. But <laughs> it was, the park is closing. Pack up your stuff and get out. <laughs> you will be. Was it you'll be fined if you you're in after the gates close or something? I can't. I don't remember. think there was any like threat. It was just like that get was out. Just Vegas. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> we uh but that was i mean it's so fun like it's definitely worth a couple of visits and it's like not like you're seeing something totally new each time but you find different places to sled and and enjoy and walk around and it's just it's a cool vibe it's hard to explain and the kids are so happy to be like sledding and running around and it's just fun yeah talking about it i want to go back i want to bring frank i know oh god he would love it oh my gosh so much fun running around there yeah just a really fun spot just maybe get a GPS collar for him first. You're not. You're supposed to have him on leash. <laughs> oh yeah. I know, right? So <laughs> like, just let him run. Yep. But it's such a fun spot. I, I just, it's really great. Um, we also went up to Cloudcroft, which was super fun. We did like a little day trip up there. Yeah, we went on a hike. We I can't remember did. the trail. It was a really cool hike, though. Kind of. Um, it was a loop. Trying to pull this out of my memory is a little difficult, but it was the whole it group was the of us. OSHA Trail. Not OSHA, like the. <laughs> no, but that's what it was called. But it's spelled I'm differently. Sure. Yeah, you're right. That it, That is it. No, yeah, it's O S H A. Not O H S A, which is actually OSHA. But yeah, everyone it's says the OSHA, OSHA Trail, though. Yeah. But we did that. It's only two and a half miles. Stink almost died. What? We tried to take Sneak on it and you carried him half the way. I did have to carry him most of the way, but he didn't almost die. He I was know. fine. He was fine. It's cute. It was a cute, it had cute views. It was a little bit busy, but it was nice. I carried Littlest for part of it too. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was in her like, I'm done hiking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, was fun. The drive was up saying, there talking was- Talking about wanting to hike the Appalachian Trail. Right. We stopped at the Apple place on the way over. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Apple place. Mm-hmm. What was the apple place called? We had uh, hot apple cider. And the apple slushes. Ooh, apple slushes. Yes, that's right. It's the old apple barn. The old apple barn. <laughs> that's on the way up to Cloudcroft there. Yeah, so it's like a little like, oh, oh, I forgot what we did first. Do you remember what we did first? We went to the pistachio place. Oh, that was that same day. It was. You start with the pistachio The world's place. largest pistachio. You go to the world's largest pistachio, and it's like a pistachio farm, and they have all these flavored pistachios. And my God, I was eating- It's a tourist fla- trap. I was eating flavored- The flavored pistachios are so good, though. I was eating flavored pistachios for like months after. <laughs> yeah. So we bought a lot. They were good, though. I liked them. Uh, I liked they, pistachios. They went bad before we ate them. Okay, we ate too. We brought too, bought too many, but they were good. They were in really nice car snacks, except for the shells. Um. Anyway. They, yeah, except for like the. Whatever. Man. They were not. They're like healthier than they often munch on in the car. They taste. They tasted they were fine. So they were good. good. The pepper one, like the chili ones, were so good. They were good. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> you go to see the pistachio. You yes. Get your pistachio. 
accoutrement mm-hmm. at the shop. Yep, you buy your t-shirt. You, say, you get your pistachios and pistachio ice cream and pistachio this and pistachio that Ooh. and baked goods. We didn't get the pistachio ice cream. No, but, but they had baked goods. I think we maybe got one of the baked goods. I don't remember. There mm, was a lot of pistachio so. stuff mm-hmm. happening. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's like a roadside attraction. Yeah. You take your picture with the world's largest pistachio, but it's right by the road it's where you go up to actually Cop- a pistachio. No, of course not. It's just it's one of these sculpture things. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It was fun. <laughs> and then you drive up the road to Cloudcroft, which is beautiful. And the um and then you stop at the old apple barn, which is like halfway, I think. Something like that. And um you That pray, was super cute. You pray for a parking spot big enough for your your truck. I think I had apple uh, pie, actually. Yeah, and you get your apple stuff. So first you have your pistachio stuff, and then you get your apple stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we went up all the way to Cloudcroft and did our hike, and then we went to a brewery or pizza place. Or Both. Pizza place brewery. Well, hmm, it had beer, but I don't know if it was their own. I think it was pizza place. Not- it's Cloudcroft Brewing Company. That's what it is. Yeah. That's right. It is a brewery. So it, they had pizza and stuff. I can't believe uh, the, I didn't remember the that. The minor, well, we had a minor difficulty in that we had to be outside on the dog patio because yes. we had stink with us. Yes. We had read that it was dog friendly, but it wasn't particularly dog friendly for, for a brewery. There was another patio. What do you mean? I mean, well, it was. It was fine. We could be outside on the patio. Yeah, but like there was like a better patio that we couldn't be on. Oh, I forgot about that. And we were like in the little caged area. <laughs> And there were no heaters on in that area. Yeah, it was chilly. We were cold. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's colder up there, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's such a beautiful area. I remember the first time we went there to to White Sands, we were driving from there to our mm-hmm. next stop, and we went up over the mountain mm-hmm. through Cloudcroft there, and I was like, what is this place? This yeah. is so pretty. Like we have to go back there. And so it was a really fun day trip from Alamogordo, if you mm-hmm. like to do kind of those, if you like to do those kind of like longish you know, driving trips with like little stops along the way, maybe without the RV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Because our RV wouldn't have fit. With a van, you could have done this. We did stops. get pizza at the brewery, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, but I had their chili. Oh, yeah. The chili was really good. Yeah, it was a cute place. They had live music inside and stuff. I just wished we hadn't brought the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe don't bring the dog. I mean, we were going to be gone so long, I just didn't want to... And the, the Apple Barn reasons. place was dog-friendly. Yeah. So, like, he went inside there. I didn't remember that. Yeah. That's funny. Mostly, anyway, yeah. It was mostly a, a dog-friendly trip. Love Alamogordo. Love White Sands. Mm-hmm. Love Cloudcroft. Definitely yeah. go. It's such a fun... It's, like, such a fun little week there. It's cool to be, like, down in the desert and then just, like, drive a little ways up into the mountains and it's, like, pine forests. Yeah, and when you like are up there, you can kind of see white sand. It's mm-hmm. cool. It's cool. Yeah, super cool. It's really pretty. It's very unique. That part of the country, I really, really like it. Yep. So, that was fun. In fact, honestly, Cloudcraft for a minute was on my list of places. Places for what? To like you know, I hate the term "settle down," but yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, st- to, to sit a spell. To, to <laughs> sit for a while. To be stationary, if you will. Oh. Like like we're doing now? Yeah, we're so boring now. <laughs> Frankie, the oh, look God. you gave me when I did Woke that. Up. 
All right. So should we read a letter about that? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Dear friend, our family has been stationary now since November. That's about three months and counting. The longest we have stayed in one place since before we started RV travel in the summer of 2020. But it hasn't been like I thought it would be, really. I thought we would be antsy by now to leave, ready for warm weather and a change of scenery. Instead, I typed this from a room in a house we've decided to rent for the next year. Don't worry, we still have lots of adventures coming up. Even going back to a more traditional, quote, sticks and bricks and traveling on school breaks won't keep us completely still. We're still holding on to our summer plans this summer, and we're so stoked. And there are many amazing adventures to be had right out our back door. For a long time, I was worried that if we went back to sticks and bricks life, we would instantly fall back into the rat race of how things were before. Too many obligations, too many plans and activities to really enjoy ourselves. We had no downtime, especially not together as a family. And friend, I don't know what the future holds, but I don't think it's that. We're renting a home a few miles north of town out in the country. We wake up to the neighbor's roosters and wave to their horses as we walk Frankie along a dirt road. We have room to park the Airstream in the driveway, and when it snows, everything here turns to magic. I've skied almost every day for the past week, and we've completed most of our move. Life is a lot different than it used to be, and I think we're all changed for the better for our full-time travel. We're changing our pace of travel again, but we haven't lost the mindset or goals that drove us to full-time travel in the first place. We won't cease to prioritize adventure and free time. In fact, landing here gives us more of those things in ways I couldn't grasp until we tried it out. Full-time travel is wonderful and beautiful, and I think everyone who can and has any interest should try it. The feeling of weightlessness, of being untethered, of towing nearly everything you have behind you off on a grand adventure is something that is hard to explain unless you have experienced it. And also, full-time travel is hard in some unexpected ways that we didn't really notice fully until we were stationary for a bit. One of the surprising things is that it's very hard to stay physically fit while traveling. Working out consistently is a big challenge when your environment changes every week or two. I want to be in shape for all the activities I love, but aside from one or two hikes a week, I often had a hard time finding a place and a time for exercise. And honestly, since the travel at that pace wasn't going to be forever, I didn't much care if I got a little out of shape. Getting back into daily movement and exercise has been really good for me, both physically and mentally. A side note that I am not talking about weight or body size when I talk about being in shape or out of shape, but rather physical conditioning for the activities I enjoy. Other things that are hard are obvious things like sharing a small space and decision fatigue and less obvious things like the constant struggle to find routine and feeling like you're always trying to outdo everything you've done so far. We never got to where we hated it though or dreaded our moves or trips. It just felt like a natural transition to slow down a bit in this phase in life. But we can take the road mindset and those experiences into, quote, stationary life, where we have a permanent address that we will live at part of the year, but don't really ever sit still. We're not using the term getting off the road, because the road will always be a part of us and us of it. I'm not sure how long this next season will last, 
of more local and less frequent travel with one big trip in the summer and lots of adventures in the Pacific Northwest. But I am excited to see where it leads. See you down the road, Jamie. So, yeah, you point out that we didn't really realize some things about full-time travel were getting to us until we stopped doing them. (laughs) Man, it's so... You get addicted to the thrill of it. Oh, totally. I do anyway. Um, no, I'm I'm not over that and I never will be. No, me either. And so, I mean, like, we're not quitting. We're just changing. <laughs> um, we're never quitting. <laughs> you can't make us quit. But I think the thrill of it, the, like, what's next, the constant movement, mm-hmm. the always being somewhere new, trying something new, the driving itself, mm-hmm. all of that is so thrilling and so fun. And yeah. I, I still feel that way. Totally. But... But it, and it can kind of cloud your judgment on other things. But <laughs> it has been really nice in a lot of ways to, yes, to slow down a bit. Be somewhere for longer. Especially to, somewhere like here. Yeah, to have our hometown mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To And we I think we always knew we would want to at some point. Yeah. To we did. And it, and it was always like well we know that this is a good window for doing this, for trying this. And we're going to do it now. Uh, and it's not forever. Mm-hmm. But like, it is for now. But yeah, I think that some of the things that were hard, right? Yeah. Of It is harder to build longer term friendships. We it did, is. We did it, but it's harder. Yeah. It is harder to feel like you have a community. There's a great road life, RV life, full-time travel community out there. It can take a long time to figure out where you fit in, though. It can. And just like things like physical activity, uh-huh. like, man, we got to go climb at some really cool places. Uh, I wish I'd travels. been in better shape when I did. But exactly, like we were so out of climbing shape right. because we weren't like going to the gym twice a week. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like, being here, we can be regularly going to the climbing gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so... It's and just, climbing outside when the weather's nice. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Oh, gosh. Leavenworth specifically has oh great. God, the bouldering is so good. Climbing. So can't wait to get back out there and try that. I know. Again, like if I can ever get back to good enough to do it. <laughs> we will. We will. It just takes time. It's been years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that part kind of hit me eventually of like oh like yeah i'm just i think i'm really active but i'm not in the same way that i was when we were living in a house yeah like we walk a lot we hike a lot a decent amount not like strenuous hikes though yeah. i just wasn't getting like strenuous exercise very often no no i me was either. like getting out for a run once in a while but it was hard to be consistent because like well here's another thing that you don't think about when you're in a small RV with a small water tank mm-hmm. and you're not on hookups very often, yeah, getting out for exercise means now I have to figure out how to not be stinky after I exercise. Um, and we don't shower that often when we're <laughs> traveling like that. Venture wipes. Venture wipes help, but man, I get so sweaty when I like run <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. 
it's like I need something that like that Lumi deodorant helps too, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a band aid. I mean, also, I want to shower after I work out. Like that's part of it. Also, we're just like a little smelly. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but like, I want a shower after I work out. Yeah. Like it's part of the routine, so it's really yeah hard for me. Be like, oh yeah, I want to go for a run and then not shower. Mm-hmm. For me, like, I don't ever want to go for a run anyway. Yeah, fair enough. But like, getting out for hikes is something. Yeah. But like, it it's really been surprising to me how I've actually been like more active and feeling healthier overall. I mean, I did get sick for a little while and haven't slept nearly enough. But yeah, but <laughs> actually, that is something that I found easier. In the RV. I do find easier when we are uh, like moving on the road. Moving yeah. is. You go to sleep when the sun goes down. You get up when the sun comes up kind of thing. Yeah. You get like more in the rhythm of that. Getting my, to my natural rhythms. Yeah. We don't watch like hardly any TV when we're out. Mm-hmm. Like I stay up way too late when we're stationary. And it happened in the Cougar uh-huh. at the KOA. And it happens here at the house. Uh-huh. That, that's not the difference. The difference is like. <laughs> I don't know. More. Yeah, just being inside more. I think. Yeah, I think that's the time that's of the year winter. too. Yeah, because yeah, the sun goes down so early. Yeah, right. The sun's been down since like four for Especially a lot of the winter here. up here. Yeah. yeah, which I don't hate, but it does get annoying after a while. Yeah, I mean now it's like up to like five. It it changes quick, but mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's definitely part of it. Um, so there are trade offs. Yeah, I think it's just like every time I feel like I find a routine, then we change something up or our, like yeah. our travel schedule changes a little bit or we have hookups or we don't have hookups or like I started towards the end of, I shouldn't say end because it's not an end, <laughs> but like I started to kind of see why some people do the thousand trail shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, Explain. The thousand trail shuffle is like you have a full thousand trails membership and you just kind of bounce from like one to the other. Maybe mm-hmm. you have like a camping pass, but you go like two weeks in and you do your week out like boondocking and you go back in, that yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that always seemed kind of boring. <laughs> like why do that? Yeah. And I'm like, not to shit on it because like everyone has different reasons for being on the road and for traveling well, and, and for really being in an RV. it's economical too. It's extremely economical. And a lot of people will say, well, if I didn't do this, I couldn't be on the road. Mm-hmm. And for us, I think... That was never really like something we considered. It wasn't interesting. Personally? <laughs> yeah. But like towards the end of it, like not end of it, but like, tor- like, <laughs> sorry, in last, in the fall when we were at the Palm Springs Thousand Trails and like yes. a bunch of friends were there, I was like, man, I could kind of just see staying in the cougar and bouncing around a thousand trails with these people. I like, I like them. It's fun. The kids have things to do. For sure. But like, that was that's like a like, special, like, that's how you find community though. Halloween when you have your community atmosphere. I, but like there was just, there are people there like most of the winter. Like all those people are wintering around there or going to Baja. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I could kind of see like hanging out with these people like all winter. Like this would be fun. Like Totally. And maybe we will again in the future. Yeah, I think so. I just think it's like, if we decide that we can have a winter without skiing. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> I don't know if you will. Maybe I'm if like, I get I'm injured. All right <laughs> I'm all right with it. Like, I love riding. I love snowboarding. and I'm very, very hooked right now. I, I wanna, might be more hooked on skiing than I was on bouldering for a long time. I want to make sure I go every winter. And, like, this winter's been great being able to learn and, like, 
I don't know if I'm going to know how feel competent. I don't know if I'm going to know how to not have like a hundred days. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think every winter I need it to be like this winter, like in perpetuity. I actually have a job I like up there. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. There's, Hey, I mean like. It doesn't pay a lot, but it's a lot of fun. At least for this winter and. Yeah. Probably the next, next winter, winter too. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, like, you think, man, it's like we traveled with paddle boards for a long time. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to use that stuff all the time. But the, like, fatigue of, like, <sighs> I have to get another thing out. And then I have to get everyone ready. And then I'm going to drag them out on the lake. And half the people are going to hit it. And <laughs> it might be windy. And we might have to quit anyway. And I know it sounds like this is so privileged, right? Because like we're in these beautiful places and like, but like we ended up not keeping them because we just didn't do it enough because like inflating them and stuff like that, it just takes a whole thing. And like, we end up being really grateful when we do that stuff. But I was like, we could probably just rent once in a while and be happy. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like the, the weight of carrying the stuff around and then you're just almost, you feel guilty when you're not using them enough. Yep. Definitely. Um, and that's like a weird thing where you're like, oh, oh you're the in all bikes these. too. I like having the bikes. Me too. We used them Love a lot. It. But there were times when oh, was like we weeks were carrying we didn't use the bikes around, mm-hmm. taking them down a bunch, putting them back up a uh-huh, bunch, uh-huh. never using them. Yeah. And it's like. But then you get to a week where you like use oh, it a bikes. bunch. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad, so we, glad have we have them. So glad we have them. Exactly. But yeah. So it's just like, you think you're going to use all this stuff and you think you're going to go hard on some of this stuff. And you're tired from moving all the time. And so you don't, and it's okay, mm-hmm. but you just like, when it's just a summer or it's just a few weeks or it's just like a week, you can kind of go all, all out on that stuff. Yes. Because you're like, well, it's going to be over. Yeah. So I have this limited window of time and I'm at the lake for a week and I just want to really enjoy every minute of it. Totally. But when you're going from like one, this again, this sounds really privileged, but when you're going from like one beautiful, amazing place to another beautiful, amazing place <laughs> every week, yeah, you're like, I don't know. Like, do we really have to get the paddle boards out? Can hmm. we just hang out? Yeah, I, I guess that's not really like the way I think about it, but but you're right. I think I don't think we thought about that. I don't think we were like sad or like no, saying we were all. tired. But when I think back on it and like, why didn't we do some of that stuff? It's really just like fatigue. It's yeah. like, well, we need some home days. Like right, we need exactly. some days you where get, we do our chores. Yeah. You get in a rhythm no yeah. matter what. Right? Yeah. And like, you're right. When we first hit the road, when we were in the Mantis. We were going hard. It was like almost every day of the week after work, we're like going Hiking. and doing mm-hmm. activities. Yeah. And then like, we're like, okay. Actually, we realized we need to have like at least one day where we're like doing chores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And so like Mondays were always kind of our like stay at home day. And yep. then it, it started to be like, well, but like mm, the kids really like hanging out around the campground and like, yeah. I don't know, we can yeah. like hang out with our friends yeah. and stuff, you know? So it's like it becomes like one day a week that we're going and doing an activity. <laughs> Right. Maybe not quite like that, but like it felt like that. It started sure. to feel like that. Mm, yeah. Um, it started to feel hard to like drag everyone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when there was like so much like that we could and and wanted to do, just like hanging out with friends around mm-hmm. the campground. It's just different. Which is I good don't think too. it's wrong. Yeah. 
but like we missed some of that and it's funny to recapture some like more adventure time by being in one place Mm -hmm. so those are some like unexpected things i think about like full-time travel that like just people don't really tell you or think about like the kind of like i wouldn't even say downsides just like the the balance of like all these amazing beautiful places and constant change and excitement Mm -hmm. like the balance of that is like you don't always get to enjoy it in the same way as if you were on a shorter trip. Well, it's like your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you have your dream job. Yeah. Uh, you might grow to not like the thing you loved yeah. because it's your job. Yep. And that sounds like, like you kept saying, that sounds and is <laughs> privileged. So privileged, right? And feel so lucky that we've had the chance Man, to do it. I don't regret it and I wouldn't and change anything. We will be. I guarantee, you know, yeah. having seasons of life where we're on the road more than we're not again. I think so. But I think right now. We might always have a, a home base from now on if we can swing it. Yeah. I mean. It's really nice. There's that question too, like monetarily. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's nice to spread out a little bit to have the change of getting out of the rig. I'm like, we're all excited to get back in the airstream. We're not, we're not mm-hmm. all on top of each other. But I remember when we were first going out for three and more four month trips in the Mantis, uh-huh. like we didn't appreciate that at all. It was like it's so much work to, to like going. get all I your know. stuff into and I'm the I'm gonna be complaining about this in a few get months. Ready to go, a couple and months. it's like <laughs> I know, I know, I know. If you're just out, then you're just out, and you don't have to do the moving. You're not moving. I mean, there's pros and cons to all of it, and I think it's all worthwhile. Mm -hmm. But then you never get to do the deep clean because you're in it. Oh my god, it's so. Oh god, that's the other thing we talked about that's unrealistically like hard in Mm -hmm. an RV. Like when you're in it full time, Mm -hmm. cleaning. Mm -hmm. So like if you RV part time, you know, like you move out when you get back home and you like clean it really thoroughly. Mm -hmm. At least if you like to clean and like clean things, like you get your stuff out and then you clean. Mm -hmm. You can't clean that way when you live in it because you have your stuff everywhere and there you're in an rv and there's nowhere else to put it it's not like you you can can move it into another room you have to like move it out to the lawn yeah it's like Like, in a house when you're doing a deep clean right you're going to move things out of the way into another room or something but there's not another room there's not another room and a lot of the stuff doesn't really move there's nowhere else to put it yeah so like nothing ever feels clean after a while like you have to move out oh my gosh we still had sand from mexico you have like, to move out every when once we moved in a while. Out and that is not something the, the I airstream. appreciated until we'd been in a couple RVs for like almost a year at a time. Mm-hmm. Whereas like once a year, you gotta get out. Mm-hmm. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta get gotta. a lot of your shit out. You gotta like this is why we this is why people change rigs a lot, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it it might be part of it. It's like sure. just as easy to move into a new rig as it is to try and get that rig clean. <laughs> It's like the pack your bags and move away. It really is. It really is. Like when you see full timers changing rigs every year, just know it's probably because they couldn't freaking figure out how to clean their rig. I'm like, I have to move out anyway. I might as well move into a new thing. <laughs> but you have to clean it to sell it anyway. You knew, but like, but, that is, but you're gonna once you're, out of it, once you're out of it, it's way easier. It's it. so much easier to clean. It's <laughs> funny. I like, like if you're a weekender, I love the idea of having a place that we own. Uh huh. Right. That is like in a place that we love to be, uh-huh. but is also something we can rent out when we're not there. I know a lot of yeah. like 
the more successful content creators, if you want to say, <laughs> like, have one or more properties, rental properties, yeah. basically. And that that's a source of income, too. Yeah. Like, I'd be happy be if it just, like, paid for itself, more right, or less. Right, totally. But that would, that would be great if we were able to do something like that. I would love we're that. we not there right now. No, and that's okay. Like, we're doing what we're doing. We're yeah. happy. I'm happy. No, so we're, I don't think we, were we clear about, like, we're renting the house? Like, it's a one-year yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to yeah, reevaluate. I'm hoping it's a couple years. I think that appeals, right? Like, two to four years. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're happy, like, but it should work well for that. Being here yeah. is, is really fun. Have we mentioned we like the Pacific Northwest? We love it. And so kind of, I know we we talked about, Clay and I, you, you and I talked about like before we recorded this section, like what, what do we want to talk about? We talked about like, well, not, we're going to keep our same mindset from travel and we're not going mm-hmm. back to how things used to be. Mm-hmm. Like we're keeping that like adventure mindset, but like in a more stationary life. And stationary life is interesting, right? Because I think we're going to be on the go a lot. Yeah. It's just from a home base and a little bit more in a radius here a lot of the time. A little bit more like, okay, going to a physical school again. Yes. Right? So like, like what that entails. You have a physical workplace you're going to. Uh, in in the winter. Seasonally. Yeah. yeah. So those are some things that we're thinking about. But we also want to talk about like why we chose here. And I think those two things are really related. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like the same answer. <laughs> okay. Explain. Well, like where you are, yes, you can find adventure no matter where you are. And yes, you can find outdoor activities no matter where you are. I know people who love to hike and live in central Illinois where there's kind of limited hiking, but figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. And I, I think that's great. But like, it's easier if you live somewhere like here. <laughs> And so, like, yeah. picking a place that prioritizes the things that we really love from road life feels good, I think. Yes. That, um, and, like, staying flexible, like, renting a place that wasn't, like, at the top of our budget and renting a place that, like, has a lot of nature around it and lets us park the rig here so it's right there and accessible. I will say, like, the monthly rent for this place is oh, higher than we've ever played, paid for a place. Yes, including the mortgage on our twenty, our 3,500-square-foot house, yes. The and like that's okay it's it's a, also a smaller house than we've ever had but it's perfect for or you or tied with the smallest we've had actually but like we don't want bigger it's perfect <laughs> this for right now amazing it's perfect for right now it, it it's and it has room what i i was really adamant on if we could having a place where we could park the airstream mm, yes and definitely. i think that that's going to be really clutch because like easier than to load and unload and it's just so much easier to be like oh hey i want to go like fuck let's just go to a harvest host like there's all kinds of wineries down in the yakima valley yeah let's just go to a harvest host for a weekend okay let's go when like a couple a couple nights you know like um i guess we have to get the airstream we have to go get the airstream. well i mean we could take the cougar i guess but <laughs> it's not much of a boondocking machine these days yeah um and it's a pain to take those places it is as we've discussed but like if it's the airstream and it's sitting in the driveway and we have a free weekend, mm-hmm. like there's so much around here to do. And there's so much, like we picked a place both like in the house we chose and in the area we chose that prioritized the things that we really love. Yeah. Love it. I, if you're not familiar, Leavenworth is 
and this part of Washington is like Colorado, but cheaper in a lot of ways, or at least the same. Well, no, it's cheaper. Yeah. Uh, the eastern side of the mountains here. Well, it's cheaper than some parts of Colorado. Yeah, the eastern part side of the mountains here offers so much in terms of outdoor activities year round, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. But it's like a little less busy. <laughs> yeah. It's it's downright quiet at times. And there's like there's so much to do all year round. Like so much. There is rafting. We have all four seasons. There's all four seasons, but there's outdoor activities like and big world class type outdoor activities all mm-hmm. year long. Oh yeah. There's rafting, there's climbing, there's like floating the river, like mm-hmm. tubing people do. There's hiking and backpacking. Hi- oh god. I want to get out to the enchantments. Oh my sometime. god! I was just thinking about the enchantments. Yeah. That's like such a it's classic right hike, here. and it's like literally right here. Yeah, I want to go to Stahikin, uh, which is like this amazing little place, like in Lake Schlan, which is part of like North Cascades, which mm-hmm. is like not far from here at all. Mm-hmm. Like, There's so much we haven't done yet, and it's so much that's like very remote, but it's like mm-hmm. very close to here. And so, yeah, I think like picking a place that. Number one, like even the first time we came here, yeah, we loved just being here. Yes, even if we aren't going, just the like, views alone are to like the amazing. Within a few hours of here to adventure, yeah, but like having those options, yeah, and we're even not being close, like close-ish to British Columbia. Oh yeah, we were talking about like ah uh, maybe we should go up to Fort Langley again. It's not very far. Sure. Or um like heck, even Banff isn't very far. Yeah. Whistler is like pretty close, mm-hmm. like. There's all this stuff. Definitely like, like a in, weekend trip. Up in Canada that's yeah. like fairly close. There's like, and then you've got like coastal stuff that's not very far away at all. Mm-hmm. You've got Seattle is two hours away from where we are now. Like we can take the train. Yeah. Like it, it's such a great jumping off point for adventures. Yeah, for sure. And it, it is a place of adventure in and of itself. It like is. there's like hiking like five minutes from where we are. Like our property backs up to National Forest Land. Yep. Like yep. not our property, but the property where we're we renting. Yeah. Where we live, there's National Forest Land behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just this, it's just, it suits us really well. And the, even the cheesiness of the town itself <laughs> suits us really well. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's so freaking cute. It is. It's like Disneyland. So do you, um, most people probably don't know Galena, Illinois. It reminds me so much of Galena. It reminds me of Galena. It's like, to, it, because it's like, um, for people in Seattle, it's like they're Galena. Yeah. For, like, like people in Chicago go to Galena. Mm-hmm. People in Seattle come here. Which is a cute little river town. Like, mm-hmm. and they have oh, like, like with the cliffs. And, like, I mean, hiking. I was going to say they have like cliffs and hillsides, which for the Midwest is mountains. <laughs> For real. It is like the varied terrain of that area. It's a really beautiful mm. part of the country, actually. It really is. But that, and it's like touristy and they have like antiquing and restaurants and. Cheesy as fuck. I fucking love it. Yeah. I've loved it since high school. I know. We're, we've always been old. It's fine. But this is like that. I mean, like mm-hmm. it's not the same, but it's, it feels like cheesy in that same way. But. I mean, if you had asked me, like, would you live in, if you'd asked me, like, would you live in Galena someday? I'd be like, yeah, maybe. It seems like a pretty great place to live in some ways. Yeah. Well, they have skiing and hiking and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff around there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. It's like like, cute little touristy area with a lot of outdoor stuff to do. Yes. The, like, 
in, number like, of restaurants and things too. Uh huh. Yeah, like exactly. Disproportionate like, for the size exactly of like the quality and number of places to eat and drink <laughs> is high for the population. Yes. Right. That is clutch. Like that's why we like college towns. That's like why we like tourist towns. Yep. Um, and we like kind of a transient population. I think there's a lot of seasonal yeah. workers here. That's yeah. like kind of fun. Yep. Like, people we relate to pretty well. Yeah. People are here because they want to be here. Yeah. Exactly. No one's like stuck here. No. It it reminds me a lot of a lot of like Colorado mountain towns too. It's just like a little less like uh, visited from people outside the state. Yeah. So. But I don't know. Now we're talking about it on our amazingly popular podcast. <laughs> everyone's so gonna now come the here. secret's out. Well, like everyone in the Pacific Northwest knows it. It's just like yeah. outside of here, people are like, huh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so beautiful. And we, yeah, we need to get to Lake Wenatchee. We need to get to Lake Chelan. Mm-hmm. There's just so much beautiful stuff. There's that Tumwater Campground near here that looks amazing. It's like in the canyon there or just outside it. Yep. And that's just like stuff within like a short distance. And then we've got all the stuff on the peninsula that's really not that far. All the stuff on the coast. Like Washington and Oregon. <sighs> Like, there's a reason people wind up here after they've been on the road for a long time. Well, and you grew up, I mean, not here, here. No, close. On the other side of the sound, on the Mm -hmm. peninsula. I did. I did. Like, until you moved to the Midwest. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of home. It is. It feels like home. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it It feels feels like like home I always wanted. I mean, not, gosh. That sounds like I, oh, I hated you the Midwest. You love the Midwest. I love you, the Midwest. You always are like, don't say the Midwest is ugly. It's so pretty. And it, it really is. is in its it is. very own way. The sunsets um, in the Midwest are amazing. They're but beautiful. damn, I love the mountains. Uh, our whole family realized we needed cold and we needed mountains. <laughs> you know, I don't really need cold, actually. Well, okay. We decided that if we could afford it, we'd prefer California, where we could live at sea level and surf and also ski in the same week. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a reason California is California. <laughs> but, like, this is, like... This works pretty good. This is attainable here. Exactly. And, oh, my God, it's and beautiful. Actually, it's so beautiful. I do have a lot of fun living in the snow and being in, like, a magical winter wonderland. And there is especially, something awesome about Especially that. in a place where everyone wants it to snow. But when Not I say... Everyone, but, like, most people. When, when I say I don't need the cold, I don't need the, like, below zero for a week. Okay, that was like one week, and then it was 40. It was too warm. Yeah. God. Yeah. Like two weeks later, it was like raining at the ski resort, and we were worried we were going to lose all our snow. It's not wrong. But anyway. Anyway. It's a great place. I probably... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a weird... very happy to call it A weird place for our kids to have like gone to school. How come? I don't, like, we had to drive by the reindeer farm on the way to school every day. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's a little sure. weird. It's yeah. not very big in all the school, and it's very spread out. Yeah. Oh, um, very. Very rural. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, much more, like, rural than But, I mean, think. we went like, to, like, a rural high school. We did, but Iowa. it was bigger, and it was partially attached to, like, a fairly large town city. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, it's a little different. Yeah. This is, like, more actually rural. But, like, also, like, different in that it's not all, like, farms. No. There are farms. It's not all farms, but it is, like, a lot of, like, cabins and stuff. Lots Mm -hmm. of orchards. Mm -hmm. A lot of cabins, like, 
I think we've talked about like our house doesn't have central heat. No. Um, and definitely doesn't have central air. And like most no of the houses we looked at that were like kind of cabins in the mountains like this didn't have central anything. Yeah. Because you don't need it? Question mark? Question mark? A lot of them have wood stoves, but we don't have a wood stove. We do have a propane fireplace. Yeah. Um, we yeah. have wall heaters. It's fine. We haven't been cold at all. But oh, no. Heck no. Not at all. Uh, it's just odd. <laughs> it is. It's different. It's a little, it's a little rustic. It's a little rural. Like it's, but we do have fiber internet. So it's a very weird situation. It's the best internet we've ever had for the oh cheapest ever. It's weird. It's a weird situation. It feels very Washington. Yeah, very. Um, which I think we've talked about too. Like we love Alaska and it, it feels uh, kindred. Yeah, in some ways. I mean. Like a cousin, not mm-hmm. like exactly the same, but yeah. similar. Yeah, it's got that northern attitude. <laughs> uh, we're we're just cut out for it, I think. Yeah. It's it's so fun. But other things about like kind of not going back into kind of the rat race mode, I think, is picking somewhere where it's like a smaller school and the culture is more oriented around family time and skiing and hiking and getting outside and mm-hmm. things like that they cross-country ski and pe here yeah like that's it's cool it's like the outdoor lifestyle is very much a part of like school and stuff here like they have a midwinter break where everyone goes and skis i like, wonder too how much like so our full-time travel kind of coincided with like the pandemic yeah oh uh, and how much like post covid we want to call if we want to say post covid like post pandemic covid yeah right we as a society have kind of like issued a bit of that like rat race it's so hard to go back i mean you talk about like yeah i think there's definitely that like people are like no if i can help it i'm never going back in an office or i'm not going to prioritize work over all else again mm-hmm. like that's not happening yep exactly i mean that definitely happened to me and covid had a lot to do with it yeah in terms of like well no i'm i'm just not going to do that like it's i'm like not willing to important not, but it's yeah. not like the top but i'm not willing yeah. to like give up the life I want just to have a, some job that I thought was cool at one point. Mm-hmm. Like if your work isn't enabling the life you want, like if you have a choice. Yeah. It's interesting to come to the realization too, that like, um, and I think, you know, everyone's got to find their own path. Right. Mm-hmm. But like the career that you thought was like the goal. Yeah. Ends up like, mm, not really being that. Yeah. And so it's a weird and evolution. Getting in the way of. Yeah. You know. What but you actually, really want to prioritize. It actually makes you happy. Yeah. It's a weird evolution to have like. An MBA. CFA. And like be. You know. Like a, a, a chemical engineering degree. And then be like working at the front desk of a ski resort. And have that be probably my favorite job. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is. <laughs> doesn't pay the most by any means but i like it it's fun i'm good at it like you get to ski before your shift every day i ski almost every day i work with other people who are just as obsessed as i am (laughs) and it's a good time and i get to like talk to guests and like make people's day often you have time to write i have time to write and podcast stuff like this yeah 
read and I feel really grateful to be able to take a job that is seasonal and doesn't pay the most. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's a lot of fun. So yeah. I want to hear about our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, do we have any? Like, let us know. <laughs> are you out there? <laughs> listeners, are you on the road full time? Are you on the road part time? Are you like are you disappointed in us for no longer road? being full time? I don't like yeah. Tell tell me like what do you do yeah, to keep is... things interesting in your stationary life, or like what do you miss about it if you're not at all stationary right now? I I think there's everyone's always just like solving for like the balance that's right for them at that time. Yes, and like the like the terms like full time and part time <laughs> and weekender and all that kind of stuff are kind yeah. of funny because it's like. I don't know. I'm just doing what's right right now. Yeah, it's like, like you have to feel, be like a member of the club. I don't feel different yeah. than I did, right. you know, two months ago when we were living in our RV in terms of like, oh, I'm a full-time RVer or I'm not. Mm-hmm. I feel very much the same. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, I feel very much like I'm still looking forward to our summer travel and we have some other plans in the fall and like there's other things that I'm really excited to do too, like around here adventure-wise. Mm-hmm. I might pull the airstream out for some solo trips. Like, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But it's just. You totally should, by the way. I probably will. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's lots. There's, it's just interesting to me because I think we see a lot of people. It's all, man, I don't think it, everyone's different. For us, it definitely wasn't sustainable to do this forever. And we knew that. Um, and I'm glad that we. Mm, I don't know, nothing's ever forever, but like mm-hmm. I'm glad that we moved into a different pace for mm-hmm. now and maybe before and maybe we'll go back into a, a more frantic pace at some point. <laughs> yeah. But before it got bad, before we were mad about it. Yeah, guess, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm grateful for that. But I just like I think we see a lot of like, oh, we're getting off the road and like mm-hmm. I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't really feel like the end of anything. Ah, to me, it's like the next thing. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the end because it feels like the beginning. And it doesn't feel like the door is shut to no road life. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So anyway, we're glad you're here. Yeah. We're glad that you are with us on this journey. And we hope you'll stick around for uh, what the next bit looks like. And we all of our... PNW adventures and all of our upcoming travels. We still have a bunch of stuff planned for the spring and the summer. We'll have a bunch of localish stuff in the fall. There's so much good stuff to do around here. I promise it won't be boring. For sure. Not to mention, we obviously talk about a lot of other things here too. So we're glad you're here for our chats. Yeah, thank you everyone. If you want to let us know about yeah. Your road life. Yeah. Um, how do they do that? You can email us at letters from the road at gmail.com. Nope. Nope. You can email us at letters from the road pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on the socials at letters from the road pod. And you can find our Substack at letters from the road pod.com. And if you're on the Substack, you might want to upgrade your subscription. I know. We mentioned it at the beginning of the show. And at the end. It's a shameless plug, but it, is. it really 
does help us. And we love meeting you and chatting with you more uh, uh-huh. in our Discord. Yep. Um, so, yeah. And we would really love it if you would help us grow the podcast by sharing with your friends who you think might enjoy it, by sharing a spe- specific episode that you really enjoyed. Totally. By leaving us a review on any and all platforms. All of that helps us out a ton. So, thank you for being here. Thanks. And until next week, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye.